Welcome, everybody, to episode 208 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends bring three topics that we'll bat around for some length of time. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at hello, hello. at Two on Three Pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I'm Chris, and you can find me wondering why Julia Roberts has to break up everybody's wedding at CD Villas Neuro on Twitter. And with me is Ty. Where are you telling people to mind their own business on social media? I'm getting out of other people's business. <laughs> N-S-E-A-T-J-K. <laughs> Although lately a lot of mind your own business. Because there's a lot of people who are trying to put their business in my business. Mm, really? Yeah, I mean, everyone. It's sort of a countrywide <laughs> phenomenon. There's Not sure thing. if you've heard. I don't really pay attention to current events. <laughs> no, no. As a, as, a, as a participant in the government, you don't find that paying attention to what's going on no. is helpful at all? No, not at all. Actually, tonight I was at a very erudite um, uh, dinner gathering. Was um, Kate Winslet there? Uh, oh, in my dreams, maybe. But um, there were a lot of people who were very accomplished and smart and highly educated and i don't know what i was doing there but i guess i Me was neither. adding i was adding a little more of the every man's perspective that was mm. i was there for that but that's because you're you're the high-ranking government official <laughs> right right and most of the time you know you go to a, a friend's barbecue or whatever they're even it's just sort of a thing i mean this was high level algonquin round table kind of get your you know, be on your best brain because really? if you zig instead of zag, you know, you might get pilloried, right? It's, it's, a, it was, it was, they were, they were really sweet people, but very mm. bright and very, it was, it was, I don't know if it was intense, but it was, <laughs> it was, um, you had to really think hard before you jumped into the conversation. You couldn't just splash around. This wasn't one of those kind of deals where you just sort of splash around and say a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it was, it was, you had to come with, you had to come with a little bit of, uh, you had to come with precision, thoughtfulness. Yeah. Yeah. And I had, you're not used to that anymore. Is that what you're saying? This government work. You just, <laughs> no, yeah, you just... <laughs> I know. I, I haven't been to, so I was the, I was the plus one to this. My, it was, you know, this it. was my wife's, you know, crowd. And um, so I was the plus one. So being the plus one puts you already in a state of deference, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. And then, and but they were really interesting people and they're really smart people. So I really enjoyed talking to them. So um, it was, you know, they have like experience, like, you know, retired attorneys and you mm-hmm, know, people mm-hmm. who had worked in, in, in public policy and, and, you know, uh, you know, um, on the boards of action, like political action type committees. So it was, uh, I, I'm interested. People, I, I swear I go to parties and I feel ostracized for knowing things. <laughs> no, this, no, you would have, <laughs> you would have loved this party. Actually. I think you would have enjoyed this crowd because, um, they would have, you know, you could, you, you know, they would have definitely challenged you for sure. So it was, it's been a while. Yeah. It, Again, it's most of the people we hang out with are your like your dudes, your friends, and yeah. no one wants to have these kind of conversations with, you know, your friends. <laughs> I mean, I do, and that's the problem, right? right. It's like you have to get. I would like to crowd. discuss the impending uh, apocalypse, and you know, just the various pieces, and you know, sort of what's your take on the these on people, the various parts. Nobody's up for this. This was this this crowd was absolutely up for this. I mean, one of the women yeah. was a career in environmental environmental advocacy, mm. knew everything. Like uh-huh. this other guy's been in, you know, you know, he, 
he funds and you know does you know projects like uh he's launching a new shoe he's not a new running shoe you okay. know and so he's and you know the other person was a retired attorney who'd been on boards of all these you know things you've heard of <laughs> so how did the uh how did the, the the environmental woman feel about you know our our Supreme Judiciary Branch somehow striking down the ability of uh, the Environmental <laughs> Protection Agency to protect. I the mean, clean air overrated. <laughs> Just no, but you know what? I, we never, I, we never really got that far. But no, um, no. In a shocking landmark decision, the Supreme Court has ruled: go fuck yourself. <laughs> breathe the air. Just breathe the air you got. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> You'll be fine. The but, highlight of my week was. Uh, getting carded for beer and having the lady say, wow, when I showed her my license. Wait a minute. You got carded for beer? You? It happens every once in a while. Especially if I have a hat on, tend to look younger. Yeah. I wasn't, yeah, I was dressed very, very casually. Uh Shorts, t-shirt. And she wowed you because you're 48 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite, but I think she was surprised to see a a, a number in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And then she felt like, I felt like she felt bad. Yeah. She's like, well, you just have a young face. You have a young face. And I was like, okay. No, that's fine. I'm, yeah. Hey, I'll, uh, you want to see my ID? I'll pull that thing right out. I just laughed. <laughs> like, okay, thanks. <laughs> All right. So what did you? What have you brought to the show this week, Ty? You know, no one has done and has talked about that Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> so I want to... <laughs> nobody... Nobody at all. I, I have. I just have some thoughts. You right. know, and, and I have listened to a lot of Kenobi content, and I haven't heard any of these specific thoughts. Well, so maybe it'll be original for some people. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I I also tweeted a, a, a tongue in cheek thing. Um, actually, this last week before the decision came down from the Supreme Court, but um, not the environmental one, the, the the bodily autonomy one. Yes. Whatever. Disgusting. Uh, and I, I was like, I, you know, hey, hey we, we, uh, we might need to locate a fleeing America guidebook. Like, so you've decided to flee America. Like, <laughs> is there a guidebook or maybe an article we could read? Right. And, you know, I, I, we'll get into the topic. I'll talk about I want you to workshop it with me a little All bit. Right. Sounds good. And then uh, I don't like to podcast about my job, but I've got to talk to you about homework, about vacation. <laughs> and I won't be specific enough for anybody to be able to know what I'm talking about exactly, but you'll understand when we get there. I, I got it. Um, this week I'm bringing um, some some basic golf banter and how it should be used and should it be retired. Okay. Um, I'm going to delve into uh, the classic, the revival of the classic sitcom and and what properties are coming back and maybe some properties that should come back or should never come back. I don't think any of them. Oh, well, here we go. (laughs) This is going to be good. Um, And then um, I'm just going to talk about summer with older kids and how it's way better. (laughs) So, and I know you'll, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be sitting there thinking to yourself someday, someday, someday your kids will be older and your summer will be much better. Someday. All right. You know, what's waiting for us in the OT, right? What's who knew? (laughs) It's the end of June, baby. God damn it. All right. If you had remembered to ask me, I was going to send it to you in advance, but you didn't. So I'm going to make you go through the ringer one more time. Damn it. Stupid. Who knew? All right. All right. Let's get into this. All right. I'm going to let you start with your Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, uh, thoughts. Um, As we all know, six episodes, I think probably could have been more. I think they, I mean, for me, it kind of felt like they... We're jamming ten pounds of poop in a five pound bag, but I felt the opposite. Yeah, you felt like it was mm-hmm. okay. So, what, what were your initial? What are your initial thoughts here? 
I felt like I watched a, re- a movie with a bunch of padding. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I don't really want to get into the nitty gritty of like the entire Reva storyline. Suffice it to say that it doesn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> if you examine her motivations for even like more than a half second, none of it makes any sense. Mm-hmm. You know. So now, oh, now you're concerned about turning evil. How many people have you already killed? Yeah. Uh, what about the what about the macabre like display that we saw? Right. The, the yes. And the Jedi tomb. Yeah. 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 I mean, she she did seem to be so. I understand what they're going for here. They're going for the, they're going for the, um, the, um, what is the, what was the Marky Mark Leo, the cop movie? I know what is in Oh, The Departed. The Departed, sure. yeah, right. The, she's the rat. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's The Departed, right? It's, it's sort of, I was thinking Infernal Affairs because I was like, it's the Hong Kong movie <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but The Departed works because we know. Mm-hmm. And I think they should have just—they shouldn't have been a twist. Like if you just tell us right off the bat that Reva has infiltrated the 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 Inquisitors, I don't think the suspense of her turn is more important than knowing that and going along for the ride and actually having feeling suspense for her. Right. Yeah. Like it, it gives her more stakes, right? To say, right? To say, hey, Obi Wan, quit screwing this up for me. Right. I'm 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 gonna stab Darth Vader in the neck. So you being here doing all this BS that you're doing right. is screwing up my deal. So pipe down. There was an, I, I, whatever. I'm not going to talk about how it could have been better. Mm-hmm. I just, sometimes I just wonder about the continuity. And then, you know, this, this goes to the, the whole Star Wars thing about not really having a plan. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think the biggest weakness, right? Is like, we're sort of just, we're retconning constantly. We're, and, and we're, Anyway, I don't want to get into that part. <laughs> the show on the whole, for me, B minus. All right, mm. solid B minus. Yeah. I enjoyed really great highs, like some of the best Star Wars scenes ever, and some just confounding, ridiculous moments. You know, Boba, like a better version of the Book of Boba Fett. Like we're just a lot of oscillation going on in the quality of the show. Yeah, yeah. So, a couple of things though. I feel like you had to watch the episode twice because, at least on first viewing, for me, it was. The dialogue was so precious they're, they, when they were doing the cleaning up of like the dog. Like, oh, come on. I mean, like, <laughs> I get what you're doing, but like, it just, it was, it was taking me out of it. Right. Yeah. And then like, of course, leaving Anakin alive again. Right. That's how I felt about it at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sitting with it, I get more that, you know, Obi-Wan simply just can't be the person that kills Anakin. That's just the bottom line. He cannot do yeah. it. It's not in his body to be able to kill that person. Even when he tells him I'm no longer Anakin. He just, he can't do right. it, right? He can't be the one. It's too bad Mace Windu got thrown out of that window because I guarantee Mace Windu <laughs> would have put a sword right through him. Right. The lightsaber that says bad motherfucker on it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, and then I also felt like the cleaning up of the Leia thing at the end was pretty well done, mm-hmm. right? Like, the like, here's why you can't reach out to me. Like, and, and if you do, you got to be like, the, to, you know, tie together the message, the message in a new hope making sense and yes. not being like, um, what doesn't ever and will never make sense is, now, Leia not seeming to care when Obi-Wan gets killed on the Death Star, mm-hmm. seemingly. Yeah. She's just like, oh, shit. Who's that old dude? I, yeah, I, exactly. I, so that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> um, yes. But I also feel like it helps. Uh, it, 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 it makes, at least for me, the whole thing about what Obi-Wan sacrifices on the Death Star in A New Hope make more sense. Mm-hmm. Because for years, it's like, well, why, why did you do that? And we never really had any sort of reasoning. Okay, great. We understood, you know, eventually about the Force Ghost and whatever. That still doesn't really explain that decision, right? Yeah. 
Luke and Leia are hardly safe at that moment. But to have already had this confrontation with Anakin and then realize where you're at and what you've done in your training since mm-hmm. and then make the choice, the conscious choice that if I do this, it's going to allow me to have greater influence over the, the coming events. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that 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 makes a, a lot more sense. Right. So from a character now, from that char- I have more, but okay. please let me pause okay. for that character from the character standpoint. I guess you can do it two ways, right? He could either be on Tatooine and be focused and and eye on the prize, like I need to make sure Luke grows up, or he could be what he was in the series, the despondent, you know, the the despondent gunslinger, right? The the guy uh-huh. who, the guy who just is, he's he's too damaged at this point to 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 be the the Obi Wan Kenobi he was. And so he's he's going through that lull, and, I, and I, that's a good choice to make. I mean, it's a fun story to tell. It's you know he's lost his he's lost his will to do anything but the mission, and he's not even mm-hmm. he's not interested in being a Jedi anymore. He's just let all that sort of go. And yeah, I like the premise a lot. I like, I like what they did with Obi Wan. I just I don't understand these the the other retcons of having this whole army of force using underlings that work for Darth Vader doesn't really jive because they don't, they where are they in the, in the world? They, well, you haven't watched rebels, right? No. I mean, but okay. So that's, you're just missing a huge but the, piece but, of like, but a, from a, 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 but from a, but from a, but from a general, but they don't show up in, yeah, four or five, four, six, I mean, but they wouldn't. And you would understand if why. I watched rebels. Watch rebels. Well, well yes, I figured, yes. well, maybe I will, but I, or maybe I won't, but the, uh, that part, Again, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. And the other the thing with Leia, um, I always thought it was cool that the only person who understood the full story of Star Wars was R two D two. He's the only he's the only the only character in the full arc of nine movies who has seen it all. Okay, and yeah. I like that idea. And, and argue, ar- arguably, could have prevented a bunch of things from happening. But no one listens to R two. He's R two's the he's the mechanic. He works in the garage. He's like he's right. he he is the he's the he's the lone observer to this whole thing. He he's seen the whole he's seen it all, and I and I yeah. like that idea. And so to sort of cross pollinate um, Obi Wan into Leia's life is it sort of it sort of screws that idea up for me. But I needed all of this a lot sooner. I think that's a big part of my problem with it because, like, particularly the Vader stuff, mm-hmm. right? Now, now here's why. So the, the true transports thing in in Obi-Wan, I was at first, I was, like, very insulted because it was very stupid in Rise of Skywalker when we had just had it happen. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You cannot be doing the same terrible thing again. <laughs> and I was shocked. Now, if you flip it, though, like if you if I have seen this first, and then we see Ray do the transport grab, all of a sudden I have a bunch of information about what she's doing in relation to her training and her ability. Mm-hmm. That I oh my god Ray is doing a a a for a full strength Vader move that's shocking to me. Now I'm sure it would have upset a ton of <laughs> different people. I don't care about those the people who would have been upset about that by the way, but. You know, I mean, to see her do it, it felt super lame. It was sort of the top end force use we'd ever seen in any movie or any any mm-hmm. property period almost. Um, and we kind of had to satisfy ourselves with a lot of, well, just because you haven't seen before, it doesn't mean it's not possible. Mm-hmm. And that that's just one of those things that's always going to cause a lot of friction in the fandom. 
But if you imagine we'd seen all this before the new, newer movies came out, we'd get to really marvel at what she had just pulled off. Mm-hmm. Again, even though it would have upset a sure. subset of people. Sure. But I do think it would have added gravity to one of the sort of inexplicable moments in that movie, even though it was ended up being kind of cool. It was at the, at the if, that scene as it happened, mm-hmm. like I was like, this is dumb. Okay. Now it's cool. All right. Now it's actually kind of cool that they're both pulling on it and whatever. And it became cool. Right. Yeah. But then the second transport thing just took it. <laughs> stupid. Stick, damn it. And that goes the same for like the Palpatine comes back. I mean, somehow Palpatine came back is maybe the worst line in any Star Wars movie. <laughs> right. Somehow, somehow that you're gonna have you're gonna have Oscar Isaac stand up there in front of the camera and say somehow Palpatine came back. That's in that's the script. It. That's that's we that's the that's the that is the the pinnacle of hand wavium, right? Let's just wave our hand and make it and make it so. We already had a cloning backstory available. I don't understand. Like, I, I anyway, could it? I guess because you know JJ again not having a plan right. didn't put any of that in the Force Awakens. But imagine if after being dormant. Maybe the cloning created disruptions in the force and that's how it awoke. I don't know. Anyway. So my whole point is that I really like the show. It would have made the movies better had I been able to see this before. Mm. And I just, they can't quite pull it off. Can they? I mean, they're trying and, and it's fine. And I enjoyed, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the ride. It's again, not without, not without some problems, but Prequelitis. I mean, I mean, I've I've said this before. Prequelitis. I mean, yeah. there are, there are. I mean, Anakin can't die, right? Obi Wan can't die. Owen and right. Baru can't die. Leia and <laughs> Leia, Leia and Luke can't die. Right? It's prequelitis. It's you just you just right. have this. I mean, there are no stakes for any of those characters. There's there's journeys to be had, but. It's all the people around them who are going to die. <laughs> you know? Well, and that's why the Reva storyline was really sabotaged because I didn't need any of that in the finale, yeah. right? None of that mattered. Right. It didn't it matter because none of it has zero consequences mm-hmm. and I don't care if they kill her. Right. Yeah. So. And d- yeah, I agree though. Too much Inquisitors. You could have just had Reva be a lieutenant and or maybe one other, you know, they could just named her. Maybe you see her at the where were the, the Inquisitorium or where the hell they call it. <laughs> the Inquisitorium. <laughs> Fortress Inquisitorious, I think is what it's actually called. <laughs> okay. I, uh, anyway, that was uh, it. I. That's fine. All right. Are we moving Let's on? Roll it. Move along. Move along. All right. We can't do the show without talking about golf. And I will say, and I will say today, uh, this afternoon, I sat down and I turned on PGA Tour coverage and was like, who the hell are these people? And then I actually turned on the live coverage and watched it for like two hours. So oh, there you go. I've said it. Well, you, I think you now owe money to 9-11 survivors. <laughs> Phil's, Phil will pick, you watch Phil will pick up my tab. Uh, maybe. maybe. You never know. But there was an article that was um, um, promoted this week about the most insufferable things golfers say. Now, there's a lot of them. I'm going to, first of all, say that, number one, golf is a social sport. It's a social sport that oftentimes you have to play with relative strangers. Mm-hmm. So if you play if you play golf, sometimes you'll play with your friends. But if you play with one friend, you'll get paired up with some other people. And there, and I will, I will defend people who use these terms because this is the shared parlance 
that all golfers share because because we don't know each other. Like oftentimes you're right. paired with strangers. So these are safe things that you can say. Now, the people who wrote this article are all crappy about it. But I personally feel like these are sayings that we use so that we can all be comfortable in this little shared space. And it's in shorthand. this little shared space. Well, I think part of it too is that golf specifically Unlike other sports where things are moving fast and failure is a big part of the mm-hmm. game, right? Like if you make forty percent of your shots, you're a great, you're you're a great mm-hmm. basketball player, right? If you if you hit thirty percent of baseballs, you're a great hitter. As a golfer, you feel like you need to hit a good shot every time, and it is it is a game of misses, but you still it's a it's it's also a game of amplitude, right? So a big mm-hmm. part of it is like I feel I think everyone feels self conscious about what they just did, especially if they didn't do something good. So inevitably you get yeah. this sort of shared jargon about, I know how you're feeling. I have also been there, my friend. <laughs> and that's what yes. a lot of these phrases so the, mean. Right. So this is the, so the first one they say that these, now the premise of the article is the, we should retire these. We should never, ever utter these, these phrases ever again. They should be done with. I'm going to argue that they're important and I'm going to tell you why. I tend to agree. <laughs> so the first one is called, the first one they, they highlight is hit them straight or play well. This is this is this is this is bon voyage. This is have a good day. Yeah. This break is a leg. We, break a leg. Well, you know, this these are fist bumps. Like, hey, I'm Chris. This is my buddy Ty. You're Joe and you're Bob. Great. Nice to meet you. Blah 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 blah. Great. Looking forward to play some golf. Hit him straight. Yeah. Play good. Play good. That's it. Yeah. This. That's a no. You can't get rid of that. That's mm. no. And it's also when you get invited and can't go. Yeah. I can't make it. Yeah. Hit him straight. <laughs> We're not getting rid of this. That, that that's never going. I can't make ever. it. Shoot double your handicap. <laughs> 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 I play like crap. I hope you have a terrible time. You have a terrible time and are awful at this game that you like. Anyway, um, this is this is the, that's not going to hurt you. It's fine. That's fine. It's, what are you going to say when when someone hits it like a, a complete crap shot, and everybody knows it's a crap shot, but it's there. You can see it. <laughs> it's it's awful. But what are you supposed to say to people who you just met? If it's like, truly oh, that's really... if it's truly that's not going to hurt you, I am I'm I'm definitely partial to the good miss. Yeah, that's yeah, good miss. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Have you ever played with anybody who actually was critical of you? Of course not. And, and if someone was critical of me, we're going to fight. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? There's there. I have played with a person recently and I hit a bad shot. And there was, Oh, that was a bad one. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, this is not what you're supposed to say. You don't know me well enough to like, like ride me over bad shots. Right. Dude. You and I, or like you and another close friend yeah. of mine, we might a r- r- yeah. little bit of ribbing, like, Oh, boo boo. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Or like, right. or just a, what was that? But you can't, yeah, but you can't open up on me. Just, just stand like, Ooh, that wasn't very good. Like, what are you, what are we no, that's a, that I turn, I would turn and be like, Hey, Hey, hey fuck you. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, Whoa, Whoa. I just return it in kind. Like once you open the flag, yeah. open the gate on that, I'm all over your ass the rest of the round. No, I just like, I just stayed away from that, that dude. <sighs> kind of swing was that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, dude, dude. This is ca- it's casual. All right, it opens up over there. How's that one? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that could go. 
There you go. <laughs> that that one. Only unless, uh, you could, unless you mean it. Unless well, it's true. Yeah, but like usually I know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm still pissed, <laughs> right? Like that's not helpful. If I said, "What's over there?" Yeah. and you're like, "Actually, it opens up," that's different. Yeah. But would you just like pull hook one and think, "Oh, uh, don't worry, it opens up over there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not great. Probably not gonna find it. <laughs> that's not a bad. That's when you just shut up. Really, you just grab your shit and just keep and then move on. Or, or another one is, uh, "Oh, we'll find that one." That's sort of the the uh, the. the <laughs> I'm okay with that if that though. person has enough course knowledge to offer. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, we'll oh, it's like. That or, you, oh, you think that's if, bad? Or if, we'll, or if, or if, or if you know you won't find it, just say, you know what, you're not going to find that one. Right, right. And that's okay. I can live with that. Just be straight. Just shoot Ooh, me straight. That's dead. <laughs> <laughs> sounded good. Struck well. That was well. That was well struck. That sounded good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I say that a lot when I'm not paying attention to your shot and you're on the tee box. Right. Like it's just sort of a reaction to what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I don't have an opinion about it one way or the other. Yeah, it's fine. Sometimes I will do that. I will. I will say. I will say. I'll when I'm not paying attention, like screwing around with my bag or drinking something, exactly. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, ooh, that sounded good. Is it good? And they'll mm-hmm. ask you, and then they'll say, yeah, it's pretty good, or whatever. <laughs> good speed on a putt. <laughs> I don't say it very often. Um, I usually just compliment the overall putt. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a, if it's a, like that's really good from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is the the corollary to that one is had the line. If you hit it, you had it. Never up, never it. I would never say that to someone else. Right. I will say it about my own shot. Yeah. Just hit it. Ninety five percent of putts left short never go in. Yeah. I don't say it to other people though. The uh, I'm you know I'm always I'm always I'm always looking for a way to like compliment somebody. Sure. Like, you know, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a, no, that was a good putt or whatever. I mean, right. unless it was horrible, then I generally don't say anything at all. But, but when people sort of critique you, like openly critiquing you, like that, that feels like, well, well, if you'd hit it, it'd gone in. Well, no shit, pal. <laughs> that's the, that's the crux of all of these comments is like, yes, if I'd hit a better shot, a better thing would have happened. That's, <laughs> it's, it's always, no matter what we're saying, that's what it means. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good from there. How about how's that? When, when, so. I love it. I love pretty good from there because if you hit your ball into the shit and you hit a good shot mm-hmm. out of it, I want I'm going to compliment yeah. you on that. Yeah. Like, and I mean it when I say it. It's not. I'm not being sarcastic. No. And, and I disrespect. This person seems to claim that this is like it's disrespectful. Like you weren't expected to do it well. And it's like no, man. Like there's times where I hit shots and I wish you were standing behind me because you don't realize that I just whipped it 30, 30 yards around this tree and had to get it. You know, like <laughs> I'm two, 188 out and I had to hit it out of the out of the trees and I hit this low hook that got on the green. Like you better say good shot. From there. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn straight. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Better than, better than, you know, better man. than, you know, just, yeah. So again, that's, it, again, it comes from a complimentary place. Like I think the, the author of this is taking it from a, from a, from a, per- yeah, that's, they're saying that this person has an ego problem. <laughs> personality, like a personality disorder. So if you had like a regular type shot, then you like made, hamburger of it and then they go oh well, don't worry that's pretty good from there it's like don't patronize me <laughs> i don't want to hear that because you know when you're being patronized on the course yeah i, I i'm i'm very annoyed by it immediately <laughs> yeah like i told you there was a there was a there's a there's a golf dad that follows his daughter and he's always like that's a great shot and he'll yell it like even if you hit like a like a turd like he'll be, oh no no great shot that's a, yeah, that's a good shot and it's like dude 
you don't have to you don't have to do this <laughs> Hell, at least he's at least he's positive <laughs> there was one guy though like started offering the golf tips mm. and i'm like man and i out loud i was like oh no not golf <laughs> no. tips <laughs> no no <laughs> like super loud I'm like no don't talk no. to me do not yes. 100% do not talk to me about my fucking no, golf no. swing no no absolutely not ever never <laughs> no. never in 100 million years unless I, I I have a policy of answering direct questions directly. Yeah. But if someone says, God, how do I fix that? It's like, dude, I do not. I can't fix you. No, <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do that. If, if you said to me, if you said to me something specific that I could observe, like, hey, when I do this, does this happen? It's like, oh, well, I'll pay attention and, and I'll tell you. But if some well, and then I have tendencies mm-hmm. like and you've played enough with me. Like if you if you if I hit a bad shot and you looked at me you're like way yeah. fast. Like, that's mm-hmm. helpful, right? That's so that's different. different. You have you to know, have each, to know other, each other, yeah, yeah, no, stay. Do not give golf tips to people. That's just, uh, um, you know, sit, bite, that, you know, get up. Like, talking to other people's ball. How do you feel about talking to other people's ball? I don't think you should do it, and yet sometimes I'm guilty <laughs> of it. Right. Not as often, like, not that often, but... I mean, I want you to do well, so I want mm-hmm. good things to happen. Mm-hmm. The uh, I tend to not do that. The only thing that I will say, um, you know, I, like if I if it's going out of bounds, if it's going toward the hazards or something, I might I might tell it to land soft or something. It's like yeah, bounce soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the other one that I tend to do is if you hit it, if you're hitting it onto the green and you're like on the edges, and I feel like I like catch a piece. Yeah. Oh, I do catch a catch piece. piece. Yeah. And then hope I think that you have influenced me. I don't think I was a catch a piece guy until you yeah. guys are playing more. Yeah, together. catch a piece is a, a, yeah. a it's, I feel like that's encouraging. I just would like your ball to end up on the green somewhere. But I'm not gonna tell it to do stuff. I'm not gonna tell it to get up or sit down. I generally like you know, you know, that's just you know you know, you know be right is a good one. I I, I like I like be right. I love be right. When you hit a good shot and I think, oh man, this is gonna be really good. Be right. Be good. I don't mm. know. I think that I think when it comes down to, I like be right and all. I think what comes be the number, mm-hmm. be the club, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think that the uh, I think that for me the bottom line is when you're when you're playing with strangers or people that you don't know is you should try to be encouraging, <laughs> and you should try to be helpful. Like if someone's struggling, like sometimes I will. I mean, it's different in a club situation when you're going to see these people again, like the public course if you're sure. whatever, but. You you want to make you want to have you're you're always working on your reputation as a as a as a club member when you're in, when you play at a club, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you try to be helpful and not whatever and you know if someone's struggling if someone like if I'm standing around and someone's in a bunker and they jack one over the thing like I'll you know if I'm standing there I'll I'll rake it for them right it's like hey go go play your shot I'll rake sure, this for you sure sure those kind of things yeah it should be yeah. m- minor you know at least at the at least slightly helpful. When people are struggling. If somebody's playing poorly, I'm not saying it's shit. Oh, no. I'm not going to talk to them, but I, I try to do nice things for them. <laughs> like, the only time I maybe will help ever... Them like, with, like, make them, maybe help them look for a ball or something. The only time I'll ever offer unsolicited to advice is to someone who clearly doesn't play that much. And if they're doing some shit in the bunker or whatever, and it's like, hey, just can you just do this? Try Just try this. <laughs> it's like, just, just oh, you know what I mean? Like, just because bunker play is... Not that hard, and most and many people who don't have never taken the time to learn how just simply don't have proper technique and are, mm-hmm. are making it much harder themselves. Mm-hmm. 
I might offer you a buck or two. Like I, I need you to go open, open, and swing across your toes. Please. I saw. Please, I, just the ball will come out. I saw. I saw <laughs> a. Uh, I saw a, uh, a a young golfer who was playing with my son this week during qualifying, uh, during district qualifying, who took eight whacks in a bunker. Oof. It made my stomach hurt. I was like, oh, dude, dude. As, and I and I saw the look on his dad's face. <laughs> I I sort of stay because his dad was standing way down. Like I was, I you know, and I, I just looked at his dad's face. Dad, it's just his dad just looked glum about it. At least they've got a recipe for practice. <laughs> At least they know what they're up to. Anyway, well that's it for that. I just you know, hey, go out, enjoy the weather, play some golf, be encouraging. Don't be an ass. Or if you don't know what to say, don't say anything. So a couple weeks ago, or like I said, I guess 10 days ago, I tweeted, has anyone seen a So You've Decided to Flee the United States (laughs) guidebook and or article that I might be able to read? Asking for, I think, many friends. Now, the obvious things aside, you know, emigration requirements, um, or I suppose it's immigration requirements. Although at some point it might be immigration requirements if we don't get out of here soon. Um, <laughs> you cannot leave. Thou <laughs> shalt. You shall not pass. It doesn't seem totally out of the question. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, you know, given that really what you want to know is like what are the what what are the countries that I, I don't want to focus on like the requirements, right? Oh. Like that's actually it's it's challenging in many cases. Um, to go somewhere with a, you know, a smaller population or, or, you know, a lot of requirements. So I, what I, what, what I want to work on with you is, is what, what are the lifestyle requirements? Like what were you, what are you looking for in a country? <laughs> and I'm not talking about laws. I'm not talking about like, uh, but, but really what, what is it? What do you, you get what I'm going for here? No, like not, no. not the. I... So here's, what's funny. It's funny that you mentioned this because not long ago, my wife's parents may or may not have been joking when they were talking about maybe retiring to Uruguay. <laughs> okay. Uruguay. This is what I'm talking about. How right. do you decide on Uruguay? Okay. So, and, and I looked it up and I, and I, and I, and let me, I'll read you this quote. It says, Uruguay has become a popular retirement destination amongst American retirees in recent years. It's easy to see why. It is a vibrant country with low taxes, a mild climate, stunning beaches, excellent infrastructure, and a stable economy. And it huh. also has a much lower cost of living than the United States. Yeah, that's what, that would be my first, okay. thing, my I mean, first thought. So, so they mentioned this, and I thought to myself, well, I don't know. Would you, you know I don't know much about I don't even know if it's Uruguay or Uruguay. I don't even. I, can't even, I don't even know. I believe it's Guay. <laughs> guay, Guay, Guay or yeah. Guay. You might be a Guay person or a Guay person. Uruguay. 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 Aren't those orcs the Uruguay? <laughs> Regardless, I mean. So I looked it up, and it seems on paper like a thing you might do. You know, low low crime rates, very little poverty. Um affordable but yeah but then you get a bunch of but this is the thing right if a bunch of americans <laughs> move there they're gonna fuck it up <laughs> right no doubt 100 like all these americans with american money going in there buying up property i you're bound to ruin it 
if, if, yeah. if a bunch of people just floated in there and started buying it up and then Uruguayans wouldn't be able to afford housing. And they just, you know, this is, this is what Americans do. They just, we just, we find these places and we screw them up for the local people. Well, we come to, yeah, we come with our stupid capitalist sensibilities. Right. Like, and, and, and zero interest in like, in the you know, collectivism. Right. Well, and you're not really interested in living like a Uruguayan, a Uruguayan, but you're interested in living like, you know, fat cat American on the backs of, <laughs> of low cost labor. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I can get a, I can get a housekeeper and a gardener and a whatever in Uruguay. I don't know, I don't know, and a big, and a, and a nice house near a beach. Da da. So I think there are places to go, and and and. Uh, can I smoke I, weed in Uruguay? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you could. It's you, on my list. So you should add Uruguay to your list. It, it okay. looks lovely, but the funny thing about. Um, the Uruguay is if if my in laws move to Uruguay, I don't think I'm ever going to see them again. <laughs> you know, it's like, am I going to really take my vacations to Uruguay to see my my in laws? I'm not really sure. I mean, if they if they do this, you know, it might be adios. Like, all right, take care, have fun in Uruguay. You don't want to go? I'd go. I'd go once, but I'm you not probably gonna... go back after you went once. I, I don't know. I got other places to go. I got other well. So here are the countries that allow medical cannabis. All right. Argentina. <laughs> okay. Australia. Yeah. Barbados. Brazil. Mm-hmm. Canada. Chile. Colombia. Costa Rica. Croatia. Cyprus, Czech Republic. Denmark. Ecuador. Finland. Germany. Greece. Ireland. Israel. Italy. Jamaica. Lebanon. Lithuania. Luxembourg. Malawi. Malta. The Netherlands. New Zealand. North Macedonia. Norway. Panama. Peru. Poland. Portugal. Rwanda. St. Vincent and the Grenadines. San Marino, Sri Lanka, Switzerland, Thailand, United Kingdom, Uruguay. Nice. Vanuatu, Zambia, and Zimbabwe. Nice. So, so, uh, but South Macedonia, F you. You can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> North Macedonia, that's fine. South, no, forget it. So, I think there's a lot of Americans in Malta also. Malta. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a little island in the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my thought is, if we're, if, if we're going to bug out... I think Europe is out. I don't think I want to. The guy we used to play softball with lives lives in Luxembourg. The Luxembourg is like a tax haven. It's like <laughs> it's like living in Delaware. It's not. I mean, it's, it's it's whatever. It's not. It's not really anything. I don't think I'd live in Europe. That's the first thing. I mean, it's out. I'm not. I'm not going to Western Europe, Eastern Europe. No, no Europe for me. Out. out. Okay. Are you? Would you consider any spots in Europe? I mean, Russia needs to calm the fuck down. <laughs> but where would you go? Where, I mean, Malta? I don't know. Where do you... No, I need the mild climate. I don't. I don't want to be anywhere near the equator because mm-hmm. it's going to get worse and worse. The equator. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, the, the Nordic countries are are attractive only because I know that we like that's a place where you can go be left alone. Right. Like, if you pick the right country, you can kind of be. You can carve out a space and kind of just do your thing mm-hmm. all right um although i like but they more... don't want you i mean like iceland doesn't want you denmark fin- those people they don't want you they don't they don't want you they don't want you <laughs> they don't want anybody i'm highly skilled you're <laughs> you're an american they don't want they don't want to see you they don't want to they don't they don't want to deal with you 
Portugal. I think I could handle Portugal. Yeah, Portugal seems it's kind of away from everybody else. Only Spain is near, nearby. <laughs> right. They're always doing crazy shit in Spain, but Portugal seems pretty chill. Okay. Right. Um. Yeah, that's this is not a very long list. No. So I mean, Uruguay is up there. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Costa Rica sounds nice. Do they really Maybe. want you? What else do you need, though? Like, what what else do you want out of it? Like, if you're shopping, this is such an American way to look at this, too. It's of, so disgusting now that I realize we're talking no, about it. No, that's fine. No, because this is... you. I don't think you want to make a huge change in your lifestyle and the way you do things. And, and so you have to find a place that isn't a 180, right? Yeah. You don't... I mean, you're not going to move to... You're not going to move to Zimbabwe or Zambia or whatever the African countries on your list are. I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough about it. I got to go there. Just check I it know. Out. That's they got electricity. That's all. I mean, you got like regular shit. They lots more regular shit going on in Africa than you realize. Yeah, but there's, but it's far away, and it's and it that's seems, the point. It seems much. I mean, you just it doesn't have to be far away. It just has to be not here. Yeah, isn't that the isn't that why know. everybody whole moved world to Alaska? Is... You could go to Alaska. They're never going to enforce laws there, are they? Hell, you could definitely go. If you can hunt, you can go live anywhere you want. Right, in Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we that's... talked about this. My move yeah. is Jeremiah Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Central South America, I mean, maybe there's spot. Again, Uruguay. Sounds pretty nice, but I'm not going to Uruguay. I'm staying here. I think I'd enjoy Ireland. Ireland, Portugal, these island nations in Europe, but a little bit more than the mainland. Yeah, Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Do the, the, the Irish people want you hanging around? I don't know. I'm, I, I can stay out of the sun, get pretty white. <laughs> yeah, Asia's out of it, out of the question. I don't want to live in Asia. Um, no. There's probably some really nice places in China that we'll never get to enjoy. Oh, for sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. For sure. The, uh, I don't want to live in the Pacific Islands because that's, that's too remote. It's too far. I, I, it's, you know, I think I'd lose too much touch with the world. It'd just be, if you had to come, I want to be able to show up for something. Like if, you know, if my nephew gets married, I, if, my, if my children get married, I don't have to fly, you know, 36 hours. I hear Panama's highly underrated. Panama? Mm-hmm. I guess all I think about is like Noriega. <laughs> I guess it's been we're a well, long time. I guess we're well past that yeah. by now. I refuse to live on any isthmus. That's all. <laughs> I mean, the reality is your life's in a lot more danger in the United States than in a lot of these other countries on a day-to-day basis. Oh, maybe. But you should look at our highway fatalities, like compared to the rest of the world. <laughs> now it just keeps going up. <laughs> this is the thing. This, it's it's about lifestyle change. You could you could you could work your lifestyle in a way. That puts that keeps you out of more danger. Again, like moving to more rural, remote places might might help. I, a see, bit. I think it for me, it's just can I do my computer job and can I just like mostly take public transit? That's like mm. that's the list. Well, that's what I do already. Yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I mean, I'm already there. Yeah, yeah but you're here, <laughs> and soon you might have to stay forever. Oh, that's a All right, that's well, a thought. Wait. Maybe we should we should actually work write this book. Like here, all the great. Like I feel like this is an underserviced market. <laughs> anyway, do you have ideas about where we should move? Let us know. All right. Who's the? I saw that. Who's the boss is coming back? <laughs> <laughs> 
Tony Danza Why? and yeah, people need the money and we're 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 very much Oh, it. actual Tony Danza's Tony Danza yeah. oh my God. and 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 Judith Light? I don't think Judith Light was on the thing. Oh. But you know She's the only one who's still working, like <laughs> as a job. <laughs> no, it's um and um you know Alyssa Milano is going to be there, and so she doesn't have anything to do. She doesn't have anything to do. I mean, what was she? What would she do anyway? So, so they're going to bring it back. I don't know what the premise is. You know, maybe Samantha's got a child. I mean, there's definitely going to be like a three generation kind. Of, there's a three generation comedy kind of a deal. And I was thinking, okay, so they already rebooted Full Full House, so it's was Fuller House, right? Okay. Um, they rebooted I second. No, that. I didn't either. They rebooted Punky Brewster. Really? Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch a second of that either. Uh, no. But I was thinking about the the '80s things that that might that you could either adapt for a modern day or just fully bring back cast and cast and everything. Like, could you could you make could you make um yeah, just like who's the boss? Like, we just bring back the original mm-hmm. cast and we'll put them into. You know, we'll have them living together. Samantha has to move. See, back. when you sent this to me, uh-huh. because I hadn't seen the news, uh-huh. I just assumed it was like their re- full reboot, like no. the 90210 no. reboot. Like, no, Tony, Tony, actual Danza. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I, I was looking through some of these um, TV programs. Could we bring Growing Pains? <laughs> well, Alan Thick is dead, so we can't do that. And no one wants to see Kirk Cameron in any way, shape, or form. No. By any means. No. I figured the only way we could work this is if Leo DiCaprio would de- agree to be in the in the in the in the uh, in the relaunch of uh, of uh, Growing Pains. Maybe when he take he can take a retirement job. <laughs> I think he'd do that. Um, let's see, Facts of Life. I think I think we could bring back Facts of Life, couldn't we? These actresses need work. I mean, couldn't we? I feel like you should just remake that. No, 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 anyway. no. We need we need original cast. What I mean, it's like the Golden Girls now. They could just be the Golden Girls, except it's Facts of Life. <laughs> okay, and, and I can be talked get, into and, that. And we can and we can get Blair and Joe and Tootie and Natalie to come live together in a retirement community in Florida. It'd be the Golden Girls, except we would it would just be Facts of Life. Okay, yeah, people, people would watch that. They're all sort of failed in their relationships in some way, shape, or form. And then they have maybe kids who come in and ever come in and out, or grandchildren who come in and out of the, you know, of the thing. Family ties. Could we get Michael J. Fox to do family? Is he a little? It's, it's the disease. I don't know how much. Mike's doing these days. It might be a little tough, but mm. uh, okay. I mean, if 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 he was up for it, I would definitely watch it. We could totally re- We could totally bring back Silver Spoons. I don't think like, anybody wants to hear from Rick Schroeder more than we already do. <laughs> okay, you're maybe right. He's I don't sort of think Kirk, so. He's yeah. sort of in the Kirk Cameron thing, right? There's no yeah. sort of. He's like right up there at the top. <laughs> okay. He's hanging about, out. I mean, like, that's like the James Woods, Kirk Cameron, Rick Schroeder by him. <laughs> okay. I'm, I haven't been following Rick very closely. so It's it's buck wild. It's, okay. it's all, <laughs> they rebooted. Did they... They didn't reboot Wonder Years. They rebooted the other Savage Kids show, right? They rebooted Wonder Years, but it's not. Uh, it has nothing to do with the original. Oh, well, that's dumb. Like it's com- well, no, it's a complete reboot. Oh. How about? Um, I think Night Court works as a platform for um, any sort of comedian because isn't that's the best part about Night Court is that Harry 
Harry Anderson, they put him on, you know, he's the, he gets to be the comedian. Mm-hmm. So you could just get somebody who's really a really great comedian, like Sebastian Maniscalco as the, as the, as the lead in a night court reboot would be hilarious. Cause he'd just, he'd be in disbelief about all the people who came into the courtroom and he would just like <laughs> rip on them. It's like, what are you, aren't you embarrassed? You know what I mean? He would just give them the whole Sebastian Maniscalco bit. And then you'd have all the night court other things, but this but, is a thing that's happening. What? There's a planned night court reboot. Oh, good. I'm glad. So, yeah. <laughs> who, Melissa who? Roush is in it. John Larroquette reprising his role as Dan Fielding. Yeah. Uh, and then India just, to Beaufort. I don't. Then you just get, like you said, you just get a really talented comedian to be the judge, and they, he just he just does his bit. Yeah. We'll have to see what they come up with. That it looks scene. like Melissa Rauch is going to be the, the judge. Oh, okay. Well, she was a comedian before she was on Big Bang Theory. Oh, she's going to be the judge. I'm not really. I don't want to her. Well, I mean, did you? I've actually first learned of her from uh, I Love the 80s on VH1, and she was always very funny. So, yeah, perhaps you just don't. You know, you're letting the the Bernadette of it all color your (laughs) maybe color your impressions. Maybe I would watch. I I'm always given. I'm always good to watch maybe one episode just to like feel it out. They're doing Frasier again too, right? It's just Frasier again. I mean, you could just bring back Frasier any time. I mean, that's easy. That's a that's a, that's easy breezy. Like you, Kelsey just... Grammer in a statement about the new series says, "There has long been a call for fans from fans for its return, and that call is now answered." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Kelsey. Um, could you bring back? Uh, let me think here. Um, I'm trying to think of maybe. Well. Ted Danson's I have one working. that I want. What do, which, what do you want? Quantum Leap. Quantum, Le- well, Quantum Leap ended so perfectly. You want a full reboot of... of, of I don't know. Bacula? Well, there's a, that's a, it's just Doctor Who. No, but Bacula... The way, the way it, ended, it ended so perfectly. Oh, I'll tell you what. Was here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a Kirk Cameron... <laughs> reboot of, of, of whatever we're gonna do the we're gonna do the the ricky schroeder <laughs> reboot of, of oh my of, god and then we're gonna put in the scott bayo charles in charge reboot <laughs> and we're gonna put that on fox we're gonna put yeah. that on like fox nation or whatever they're streaming yeah yeah that's streaming plus yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that would be it would be uh it would be uh conservative sitcoms and then maybe tim allen would come then we could do uh what's what was his thing home improvement yeah, yeah, that's great. I'd make a mint. Sure. Producing these things. So you go to the Live Golf Tour and you put on the Fox <laughs> Must See TV evening. Cool. Exactly. What about True Blood? Can we can we just make more True Blood? What's Scar's Scar's Scar's, Scar's got to be up for. It. He's up for anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't he? I, you know what? It's it's the problem with making True Blood is you've got to don't you have to like get it? He's in shape. He doesn't have to like get in shape. He just did the Northman. He's like the his biggest he's ever been. He's ripped. Yeah. yeah. Well, listeners, if you have shows you want to see come back or shows you definitely don't, let us know. Oh, one more, one more before as we oh, as we bad. transition. No, my two dads. I think my two dads needs to come back because because seeing Paul Reiser in Stranger Things, I think he could. I think as as fat Paul Reiser and his and his and and BJ and the Bear, they get back together. They get that girl. She comes. She's she's got to work. She she she'd be up for some working, and then they can have grandchildren. Can't show that show in Florida in, though. <laughs> my two grand my two granddads. 
it it it's it's easy, easy breezy. All right. Well, I already hit the button, so let's just move yes. on. <laughs> um, I can make this quick because we're 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 pushing up against the time, but uh, I only on a self imposed deadline. <laughs> sure. So, it's just our company. In a, in, a, in a bid to provide some additional benefits, just restructured some of the way that we have PTO. And in doing so, they made it, you know, theoretically easier to take and easier to take for longer periods of time. But then I remember seeing that uh, they're like, hey, if you're using this new benefit, we'd love to hear about it. Like, take some pictures and write a little story about what you did with your time. I'm like, what? You want me to write a book report about my vacation? <laughs> And post it on the... No, I'm not doing home vacation or homework about my vacation. I refuse. <laughs> this is the other thing. When I was younger and working at a different company, they would have these sort of extracurricular activities. Like you could join a commission, mm-hmm. or you could join a thing, a project group or whatever to produce something, uh-huh. to do a presentation for whomever. And then and it'd be great. And then, of course, you're young, and when you're young in the workforce, you'd be like, "Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll give me." And then you realize mm-hmm. you're just doing a bunch of extra work. So, yep. so the answer is no. <laughs> so that, the answer is no, no, thank you. Well, just leave it to the younger workers, you know, to to you know, hey, you want some FaceTime with managers and stuff like that? Do the extra stuff and make your presentations. But I'm never going to ask anyone to do ho- about to do homework about their vacation. Pass. Entire. That was all. That's it. Homework about vacation. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe company culture. These companies too is like. I hear from my friends and other people are like, not really, you know, pushing the. We need to become. We need to come back together, mm-hmm. and it's, it's super important mm-hmm. that you like come back to the office. And it's like, mm-hmm. man, you need to settle down. Did everything run fine? I don't. Even, I'm not worried about your. It's, it's and it's always when you boil it down, it's always about the ego yeah. of of the people in charge. <laughs> I need to see my little fiefdom. I need to see my worker bees busy. And I mean, some things need to be done in person like you like you and I have talked about and are helpful to be done in person. And, and it's fine if you want to organize like certain days or whatever to get together. But this whole come back to the office full time, a ship has sailed and you need to see, <laughs> you need to see that sooner than later. All right. I'm going to save my last. I'm gonna, oh, I thought, no, God. <laughs> Well, I thought we were done. This is why the, this is why we're doing the live. This is the this is the peril of doing live sound effects. Sometimes, yeah, like, well. I, uh, anyway, we'll figure it out. Um, I'll pass on mine because we'll talk, talk about it next week. And let's let's okay. let's, uh, let's jump into uh, th- our favorite. Now part. comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! Ready. <laughs> Dad jokes of the week. Woo! All right. My son wants half of my Father's Day gifts. He said if it weren't for him, I wouldn't even be a father. He has a point. True. It's like when my parents got in a lawsuit for child support, and then I demanded my mom give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go over? I got the money. You got the, give me the money. Yeah. I was like, that. Nice. what's that money for? I left the house. Why are you, why are you suing my father now? <laughs> oh, you, oh, you just want the money? Well, I need a car. Just give me the fucking money. <laughs> This gets a little tough scene up here. Um, you've heard of Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. But he heard about Cole's Law. It's a bunch of thinly sliced cabbage with mayonnaise based dressing. <laughs> I like that one. I only donate to atheist charities. They're nonprofit. 
What do you call someone who's allergic to burnt bread? Black toast intolerant. <laughs> what did Yoda say when he saw himself in 4K? HDMI. <laughs> HDMI. <laughs> I only believe in 12.5% of the Babel, the, the Babel, the Bible. I guess that makes me an eighth theist. And finally, I got fired from my job because I kept asking my customers whether they would prefer smoking or non-smoking. Apparently, the correct terms are cremation and burial. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. Thank you. What do you got for us this week? All right. Here's the one I pulled up. This one cobbled together this week. I didn't know how much longer this race across Sweden would last, but then I got to the finish line. give you the chortle <laughs> see that's Thanks. the plus side of doing the live board yeah there you have it if i laugh i can give you a laugh <laughs> all right well we're done with dad jokes so that makes it the overtime and you know what we're already gonna do because i told you earlier so it's time for who knew you ready no <sighs> yes the average person has more than five of these pots and pans pairs of jeans do you have more than five pots and pans? Yes. <laughs> but then there's a bunch of single people, right, who don't have any. I think I had like two when I lived alone. A big one and a, and a, and a smaller one. <laughs> <laughs> I have one pan and two pots. That's it. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, when you were single? Yeah. Like one moderate to large-sized pan and, and two pots. Yeah. More than half of us take this as a compliment. You're an idiot. Being called cheap. <laughs> cheap. Oh. Yeah, I guess that. I guess. All right. I feel like cheap is very specific. <laughs> Unwilling. It does, it does feel like a pejorative, right? But It feels like it's, a, yeah. So you choose not to indulge when you could help your friends out. That's what I get out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Three out of ten Americans have never done this before. Had sex. Watched a Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> that means seven out of ten Americans have never had sex. <laughs> <laughs> Only if they podcast about Star Wars. <laughs> we have kids. On average, about thirteen percent of your coworkers have this in common. Thirteen percent of your coworkers have this in common. Um, they fund their four hundred one k. They once worked at a McDonald's. Oh. 13% is a pretty good guess for how many people have fun there for. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. South Dakota has more of these than any other state. Faces carved into mountains. I, that's definitely correct. <laughs> well, Stone Mountain in Georgia might have more heads on it. Okay. Do they have to be full faces? Or does relief count? <laughs> uh, the answer is family-owned businesses. Oh, yeah. They're entrepreneurial. <laughs> The Guinness record for this is 13 seconds. <laughs> the Guinness record for this is 13 seconds. We know. Huh. Could it be dirty or could it be? It's not. It's not dirty? Oh, mm -hmm. that's no fun. Um, 13 seconds for the, the wait a minute, the, the record for this? Yeah. So, okay, so it's got to be either the longest something or the shortest something. The longest fart. 
13 seconds. <laughs> I don't think it's that. I think the longest part is like pushing a minute, probably. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, it's the, the shortest music concert. And I looked this up. Um, in 2007, Roger Daltrey took the stage uh, with The Who and realized that he wasn't able to sing. <laughs> he was, was sick. He was riot? like, he guess he was sick. He was trying to push through it and he got out there and he's like, we're, I can't do it. There's a, was there a riot? I don't know. There were 9,000 people there. Oh. But it was rescheduled yeah. for two weeks later. Oh. And it seemed like it was okay. All right. 25% of us say that we have tried at least 15 of these in our lifetime. Um, tried 15? Yeah. 25% of people have tried 15 of these. Um, workouts. Oh, I'll give you credit. It's diet plans. Oh. I didn't even think of 15 diet plans. No. I've done like the South Beast diet, (laughs) the keto diet. (laughs) I'm like the eat eggs at every meal diet. (laughs) We know. (laughs) High (laughs) cholesterol diet. 25% of people say they would be willing to pay someone to do this. Uh, Clip their toenails. (laughs) I would. Absolutely. I do. Assemble IKEA furniture. That's how TaskRabbit was born. Right. I, you know, I've sort of begun to embrace the every third or fourth time I have to clip my own toenails. Like, I'll just go to the place and have the. That's a long it. time to sit inside with, with lots of people in close No, quarters. there's never anybody there. But, you know, they, they stick your feet in that, that hot water and then they give you like a little sure. leg massage. Yeah. It's like totally worth whatever money they're charging me. I'm t- I want the manicure robot. We've talked about this. Yeah, but I want the, a machine I can stick about, my hands and feet into. But the nice thing, if once you get like a pedicure, like you just ask for the clean and clip, uh-huh. and it's not very expensive, yeah. and it lasts much longer. It feels like it does because they my, file all the cuticles all down, they clip all the cuticles out. I and, know, yeah. it's so great. Yeah. Anyway, you should do that. <laughs> Nearly twenty-five percent of people say this has happened to them while traveling. Twenty-five. The their flight got canceled. Met a person they ended up marrying. <laughs> People are in the mood when they're on the road, man. They're like, anything can happen. I'm out in a crazy place. (laughs) (laughs) Nearly 40% of us say doing this immediately puts us in a better mood. Is it dirty? (laughs) No. Oh, dang it. Um, Taking a nap. Watching a sunset. A new survey finds the average American only feels this emotion for about 40 minutes a day. (laughs) Is it dirty? No. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. Um, they feel, they feel ennui. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of that, day. actually. They feel relaxed. Oh. Well, the average American? That's what it says. Wait, is relaxed really an emotion, though? It's the absence of emotions. <laughs> okay. I think it counts. All right, fine. Is white a color? <laughs> it's all <laughs> colors. White is all well, colors. Is, okay, then is black a color? It's no color. And that's also all colors. No, it's no color. Depends on if it's we're talking about photography or uh, oh, like the sunlight, or medium like on light. no if all paint like if I mix all my paints together I get black. Only because it doesn't reflect anything. Like the white light is all all colors in photography and vision. Yes, but not when it's <laughs> on medium. This is my point. <laughs> a recent survey says a specific group of professionals is feeling job related stress at twice the rate of general working population. What group of workers is it? This is easy. This is, it's this is school teachers. It absolutely is fucking school <laughs> teachers, and you know why? 
God. <laughs> My a, God. That was that was a layup. Finally. Thank God. This job sucks. <laughs> this is awful. Like, I can't wait to go to work and do the thing that I love and just, you know, hope everything works out. Mm. Mm. You do this less often at the age of 40 than any other time in your life. At the age of specifically 40? That's what it says. Exercise. Sleep. Hmm. But you get more but, sleep later? I, I can only assume. <laughs> it's like a little dip. There's like a, I sleep a lot. I don't sleep at all. I sleep more. Perhaps. All right. I, I'm sleeping more now. And I definitely slept like very little at the age of 40. Oh, okay. 30% of working Americans refuse to do this. Learn. Respond to work <laughs> emails after hours. Good for I, you people. I don't, you know, I don't anymore. I mean, I could wait, man. Yeah. I don't even read them. There's, yeah. there is this emergency thing that I'm part of, but it actually sends me a text. So if that happens, I have to do something. But yeah. I ain't I ain't reading your emails after after work or no no sorry or ever <laughs> <laughs> maybe fifty percent chance I read them at work pretty much forty two percent of us have one of these in the house right now Ooh. um your high school photo. An old cell phone we're not using. Oh, yeah. I There's one on my desk right in front of me. I have like 20 of them. <laughs> right. Well, a study found that this makes you more satisfied with your life. Hmm. Is it looking at sunset? <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> this makes me more satisfied with my home ownership. Being within walking distance of a park. I'm going to give you half credit for that one. Oh, okay. I keep forgetting I have sound effects for this. Sixty <laughs> percent of people in a relationship say this about their partner. Um, sixty percent. Yep. Over half people say this about their partner. Yeah. Um, that they used to be more attractive. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> their driving makes them nervous. Oh yeah. Oh, well. Okay. That's a hundred percent for me. It's a hundred percent in this house. <laughs> It's 100% of me with all people. I do not like being in a car that I am not driving. It is not. I do not enjoy it at all. You're a bad passenger? No, I keep my mouth shut. I'm just over there going, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, wait wait till you have to teach your children to drive. Good luck with that. Oh, my God. I'm going to lose it. Your your head will explode. I could barely be taught to drive by my parents. (laughs) So I was like, just shut up. I'm concentrating. (laughs) This household item first became available in 1858. House uh, eighteen fifty eight, um, yeah. household item. Household item. We all have one. We all have one. You still use it, really? And you definitely would have needed it in eighteen fifty eight. Mm. It is um, a uh, a bottle opener. A can opener. Can opener. Oh yeah. 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 A recent survey found 70% of people plan to do this during the summer. Um, 70% of people plan go on vacation. Okay. Say yes to every special event event they're invited to. <laughs> every special event? That's a no. For, that's a no for me, dog. I, you can't. I can't go to all your special events. No. My, my daughter is playing in the Bellevue Youth Symphony Orchestra, and they are playing at the fireworks. So I have to go to the fireworks in Bellevue. I'll, I'll say yes to everything outside. I'm still not doing indoor crowds, bro. No, 
people are acting like this shit is just gone. I'm like, uh uh-uh. mm-hmm. Every time I turn around, shit is closed because somebody has COVID. <laughs> this was canceled, and that's closed, and we're not doing this anymore because the principals involved all got sick. Got it. 57% of Americans say they have what it takes to do this. Have what it takes to be the president. <laughs> be an action movie star or hero. <laughs> that says a lot about our country. Yeah, 57% no. of Americans. It's, it's, it's 0.000001% of the population has the ability to do that. Also, there's no actual like risk-taking involved in being like... A, you, it's primarily about working in green screen. I guarantee you can't do it. No, I guarantee you can't. That's like a... It's very hard. Like Tom, there's only one Tom Cruise in the world for a reason. Yeah. That's it. More men than women are distracted by this while driving. <laughs> by, <laughs> by, by men. <laughs> by, by people who are driving. By who, people who are yakking at them while they're trying to drive. Billboards. Oh. Especially those light up kind at night, the ones that are the the electronic ones. Some are too yeah. bright. Some are some. <laughs> Shit, most of them are blinding. There's one going north from Tacoma on I five that you mm-hmm. round the corner and it just it, like the sun. I know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's brutal. Finally, every one of these in the world is either red, green, blue, or black. I know this from my Trivial Pursuit years. It's passport covers. That's right. I definitely need to use the, the, the sound effect and you get them right. Yeah. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank all you. All right. Well, that's it for us, right? That is. Okay. Well, that's our show. Our thanks to all of you for listening to the two on three pod where we endlessly pursue life's ideal recipe. Subscribe, review, tell your friends and your enemies and meet us here next time for more delicious dish. But until then, peace. Peace.